Welcome, welcome, friend, to the business of personal brand photography. My name is Paula Brennan, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm the creator and the host, and I am actually a photographer that is based in the Sunshine Coast in Australia. If you don't know that, it's in Queensland, a beautiful little pocket of the world. And I'm very, very happy right now because it is warming up and the sun is shining heavily on my window right now, which is making me smile. It means I can get into the ocean a little bit more over the next couple of months, which yeah, really makes my heart sing. Now you don't want to hear all about that. That's not why you're here. So let's talk about what we're going to be bringing to you today. And this is really a game changer for me. And I have to say that I know a few of you are feeling a little bit scared about all of the changes that are happening in the photography industry. And so today what I wanted to do was really unpack something for me that has been an absolute game changer. Now, I want to tell you a story of me, say, like maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I used to go out and photograph a couple of weddings in a weekend. I used to come home feeling really, really burnt out. But what really, really burnt me out was the fact that I had maybe three or 4,000 images to go through individually and then go through the color processing of them. Then once I kind of showed them to the clients, I needed to design an album. I needed to make sure that the album was all Photoshopped properly. And then I needed to make sure that the album was printed in the right way because sometimes there was printing issues or production issues and oftentimes, you know, not all the time, but sometimes, you know, there might be issues on pages and things like that that needed to be rectified. So that process, I loved shooting weddings. I loved going out and connecting with clients. If I'm really honest, I didn't really love the last part of weddings because most of the weddings that I was doing, I was required to stay right through to the end for a lot of my career. But I did love weddings. Let's let's not undermine that at all. I loved shooting them for the season that I did them. But it was always the post-production side of things that just really made me feel frazzled and burnt out. And I would spend like my entire summer months, like the best time of the year is really wedding season, right? So you're talking like the beautiful wedding in the spring and the autumn when the, when the seasons are gorgeous. And then obviously going into the summer months for us was heavy, like on production side of things, trying to move all of the uh, wedding albums out in time for Christmas. And I would spend this time of year that we're in right now for me is like my favorite. And I'd spend a lot of, a lot of hours, a lot of days, a lot of late nights sitting inside a dark room on on my computer with my ISO monitor with the, I had a, like a, a protector around it. So no light could get in and like affect what I was seeing and, and in any way skew my perception of the colors and things like that. And if I'm really honest, it didn't lead to a very happy life. Now, fast forward a couple of years and I started my portrait business and I was able to bring in the beautiful Talitha, Talitha, if you're listening, um, who was my full-time retoucher for seven years up until the start of this year. So at the start of this year, we decided to part ways because I was changing the direction of my business. And and if I'm really honest, I think I could see the advent of what was happening inside of the uh, post-production world when it came to technology. And so we decided that Talitha was going to move on. And like I want to say to you is that a couple of months ago, I discovered something that has completely changed my world. Now let's go back to a couple of months ago. It was August. And in that month, I do a shoot week. So in that month, um, I had on my plate, 
I had a full day session. I had a half day shoot to edit, edit. I had five mini sessions that were all captured in one day and I had seven headshots that were captured on another day. So a full day, a half day, five mini sessions, seven headshots, so smaller, around 20 images. And on top of this, I actually captured a friend's wedding during that month as well. Now, this would have taken Talitha at least a solid 10 days of editing and then production afterwards. I'm even going to say maybe 13 or 14 solid days of editing to get all of those jobs out for me. And if I was doing them myself, I probably would have taken maybe even double that time because I was so overly critical when I was editing through my processes and things like that. So it probably would have taken me longer than that again. And I'm going to be honest with you, using AI technology in a three-step process, I was able to complete all of the post-production of these jobs. We're talking one, two, that was seven, 14, 15 jobs, including a full day session and a wedding. I was able to complete those in about a day and a half of my attention. Now it did probably go over a a couple of days if I'm really honest, but it wasn't needing my full attention to do this. I was doing admin, I was doing social media on the side while I was waiting for the software to do its thing on my main computer. So I had my laptop set up over on one side, I had my big iMac sitting in front of me doing the other stuff and In about a day and a half of my attention, I was able to get everything done. And of course, I got this done to the point where the images were uploaded and ready for my clients to view and to be able to make their purchasing decisions and to download their images automatically. It's not something that I need to get into because I have all of those systems set up to be able to automate that whole process. Are you kidding me? A day and a half, what would normally have taken maybe... 12 to 15 days. Like, are you kidding me? What a game changer, right? Now, what I did was after this is I went straight away and recorded training for it inside of my program because I just wanted to share it with my students, right? I was like, oh my God, guys, you need to get on on task with this. You need to jump on board. This This is an amazing thing that we've got resources that we've got available to us. You know, like, Literally, as I said, I used to spend maybe three to four days on a wedding afterwards. And this wedding that I did was literally um, distilled down to maybe about two hours of my time. And the images looked literally like I had gone at each and every single one of them with a Photoshop brush. Oh my Lord, this is just a game changer that's available to us, right? I mean, I literally could spend that same amount of time on just one image when I was back in the days of doing my like high-end portrait editing, you know? Now I am completely astounded. I have an entirely new whole workflow system that I just adapted within a day, okay? It overnight, it changed essentially an entire workflow system that has been in place for me for probably about 15 years. You know, that whole idea of having to go through each and every image individually to look at them in order to cull out the best ones, to go through and color correct all of the images so that every single one of them is perfectly color balanced, cropped and presented to your clients in a professional manner. And then to have the images beautifully retouched in Photoshop, that system has not changed effectively 
for me since the advent of Lightroom. I think Lightroom was the last significant change in my workflow. Um, before that, you know, there was other systems that we were using. I think I was using Capture One before that. But the cull, the color correct and the uh, Photoshop process, I'd say even longer than 15 years has been going. So when I was watching, particularly when I was watching this all play out on that wedding, right? I mean, this was a pinch yourself moment. Of course, for the rest of my jobs, I was like geeking out and just so immensely excited. But particularly for that wedding, I was just like going out of my mind with excitement. Now, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I used one tool to help me to color the jobs. I'm using another tool to help me to color correct. And then another one to do all of the skin work that would traditionally have been done in Photoshop. So the images are working through three sets of software. But when I, I was, I did the stopwatch for my, for my course when I was teaching it and I was switching on and off. And honestly, some of the jobs were taking me around seven minutes of my time in total. And that is insane for a job that's going to yield me potentially around $1,500 to get it post-production done in seven minutes. To be honest with you, I couldn't even upload them and outsource it quick, quicker than that. So since Talitha left me, I have been outsourcing this to other companies and having to upload, give instructions, get things back, send it back when things weren't correct and all of those kind of things. Now everything is back inside of my control. (laughs) Yes, you can hear it in my voice. I'm just so excited about this. But I wanted to unpack today what has astounded me when I've been sharing this with students and with other photographers, okay? Because as I said, straight away, I went and recorded training on this so I could walk my students step-by-step how to do this, how to not only save time, but literally to save money. I calculated that if I had outsourced these jobs, that month of jobs that I was doing in August, I would have paid $3,800 in editing fees. And I got it down to a couple of hundred dollars in outsourcing through AI technology. And and, And to be honest with you, some of that investment was that I hadn't used the software before. So I was purchasing a new piece of software. Oh my God, can you believe this, right? (laughs) To literally save myself three and a half thousand dollars in just one month. So I, I am a massive sharer. As you can tell, I have a podcast to share you all of this stuff. So I went straight to my group. I shared this with everybody. And since then, it has astounded me how many people inside of my program have not done the training or jumped on board. My mind is so blown that my students are not running out at this. Okay. And I, what I wanted to do was I really wanted to unpack what I think are probably the main reasons that you might be letting yourself get held back instead of jumping onto this time-saving money-saving system that is available to us. And so that's what this podcast is about. It's not just about the fact that I save that money. It's really about the mindset about going and jumping into this new sort of technology. I'm quite lucky because over the course of my career, I have had to shift and navigate. I started with film. I was an early adopter of digital. So I've had that sort of bumpy ride of like, you know, having to adapt and take on new things. But effectively, not a lot has changed in the last, you know, 
previous to the last, say, maybe 24 months, maybe the last two years, not a lot changed in the industry in terms of post-production for a solid 10 years. Of course, there was lots of things that did change in terms of being able to get things done quicker. And obviously, you know, Photoshop has been evolving. So I'm not saying that not a lot has changed in terms of this, like what our capabilities are, but it's more so in terms of what your workflow would be. I would say that for that kind of, there was a good 10 year period where you just had to kind of suck it up and do the thing, right? Unless you decided to outsource it, which is what I did. But if you didn't do that, you just have to do the thing and it's time consuming and now it doesn't need to be. So what are the things that could be holding you back? Now, the first thing is I know that many of you are most likely scared of letting go because you don't necessarily trust the software. But let me tell you that I really honestly believe that this kind of AI technology can be way more consistent than you most likely will be because it is running a numbers game. It's not necessarily running on emotions. It's not necessarily running on time constraints. So where, you know, have you ever been on a job where you've like been editing a job where you're kind of like, maybe you're doing like the color work and you kind of, you know, mow through the whole thing and you get to the end of it and you, you go to sleep on it. And then the next day you come back and you look at it and you're like, whoa, I was really underexposing that or oh, those images look slightly kind of jaundicey and a bit yellowy or, you know, I've got a real blue cast on this job and I didn't realize it. And AI is not going to suffer from that. Okay, <laughs> It's going to be way more consistent. I, I've also had jobs where, you know, I was maybe kind of like, you know, doing some body work on some people or some skin work and same thing. Uh, as I wanted to get through the job, maybe I was sort of cutting corners or just maybe not as thorough, or perhaps, you know, in some images, she looked a little bit skinnier than in others, do you know? Whereas with the AI technology, you are not going to come across that because it is a numbers game. It is going to take your learning that you give it, and it's going to take that and apply it to the images in a way more consistent way than I believe than you can be. Okay. Now, this is not to say that there aren't parts that you can't still control. Um, you know, you are going to have to do certain, certain tasks. You are still going to have to step in in ways, but it's going to take a lot of the time consuming grunt work out of things that you can't, that you can let go of. Okay. Of course, there's plenty of room. If you don't trust the system, of course, you can still be uh, as artistic as you want and you can step in and take control where you want, but you can just let go of some things and allow it to do the grunt work for you. And I'm talking particularly now with a lot of the color work and particularly with the culling. Okay. I was amazed when I kind of, you know, jumped into this and saw how quickly it can sort through the images, figure out the ones that are blurry and a pile me stacks of images with its preferred one on top so that I can just do a quick flick, make sure that it's fine. And it can identify faces. It can, you know, zone in on particular people and really draw my attention to the things that matter. What Rather than having me kind of like chug through one by one, looking at things as a whole and getting, you know, getting kind of bogged down in that process. Just think of all the things that you could do in your business with the time that you save on those really kind of, you know, repetitive tasks that you have to do now with your post-production. If you're not on this train, right? If you're already in this, you're like nodding along at home going, Paula, I hear you. I'm already converted. I'm already on this. Yeah. But if you're not, I want you to think about how many hours you're spending in a week or in a month 
uh, just even just culling your images and think about what you could do in your business with the time that you save. Could you be doing other things that would be more proactive in helping you to get more work or make more money? Or perhaps you can even just go and spend some more time, you know, taking care of you. Okay. It doesn't need to necessarily be time that you save in your business, but there are a lot of things that we just come to take that we have to do in our business. And this is me and this is AI giving you permission to not necessarily have to do them anymore. Now, the second point that I think a lot of people can come up with this is that they're just too time poor and can't get around to setting them up. Now, we all know with uh, something like Imagine AI that you need to educate it. You need to sort of give it a bit of image kind of backup. So you need to sort of plug in a couple of thousand images in order to be able to educate it on what it needs to do in terms of color correction. But I like to think of this as like automations in my business. So similar to like setting up email automations, if you can just take a couple of days, take a weekend to spend setting this up and teaching the system your style, I'm gonna say to you, you are gonna get back your investment in getting this off the ground within the first month. You are going to get back your time investment, 100%. If you are in any way busy, and I'm talking busy, you know, one job a week, maybe up to two, three jobs a week, particularly if you're getting around three jobs a week, you are going to get back this time literally in the first month, if not in the first week, to be honest with you. You just need to bank in some time for this and and think of it as an investment in the next month. Because if you're too busy this month to get to this, it tells me that you are probably spending too much time in the areas that don't necessarily matter in your business. Now, of course, you might be in a season of busy. As I record this, we are in what I know would be peak wedding season around the world. And it might be difficult for you to get to the stage of like, you know, educating um, Um, the system or sort of just even think about like trying something on for, you know, trying on this as as a new thing. However, let me tell you, I literally picked this up, this system. I just went, I'm going to give this a run. And I picked it up and did it for the first job. And I was a convert. And as I said, within a day and a half, I had all of my images from those 14, 15 jobs done, done and dusted, right? Amazing. Now, I like to think of this sort of setting up phase is kind of like marketing in your business. If you put your full attention and focus to setting this up, it is absolutely going to pay off droves into your business. So if you are really thinking, all right, now I just can't get around to it, please try and reframe your thinking because I honestly think that you will find that you will say what I said is, why didn't I do this earlier? Why did I not do this earlier and give myself like a a break, right? (laughs) So, So hopefully this might help you to like, you know, take a little step forward. And this is a really interesting one that I thought about because I think that this is something that a lot of us uh, can kind of maybe battle with. And this is where you might feel like you're afraid of not working hard enough in your business if you let this side go. Okay. Now this is a big one. And if you have this mindset or conditioning where you think that you have to work really, really hard to make money, then I can hundred percent guarantee that using AI is really going to challenge that belief for you. Now, as I said, when I first 
started out, I actually was shooting film and we used to send our film off to get processed and then the prints would just come back all complete. Now, do you think that I was lazy or that I didn't deserve the fees that I was charging back in those days? No, I, I, I was still doing the job. It's just that the advent of digital photography has brought a lot more options, obviously, for us, but it has also added a lot more headaches and a lot more to-dos to your list. And of course, you know, in the last decade, social media has come along and it's added another element that we didn't have to deal with years ago. I used to put an ad in the yellow pages. If you had a really good ad, you got a phone call. That was how simple, you know, it was. And, you know, if you just were a good person and you looked after your clients, you had really solid word of mouth. These days, We've got post-production that you didn't have to do before. We've got that social media element. We've got so many other things that we need to do and keep on top of, even just the way that people can come into your world. You know, when I very first started, it was email and phone calls. That was how people could get to you. Now you've got DMs. Now you've got, you know, different um, channels that people can access you on. You've got other ways that you can be chatting with your clients on Zooms and things like that. So there's a lot of overwhelming tasks that we have to do in our business these days that we didn't have to do 20 years ago. So I'm going to challenge you if you have this, you know, I'm going to say it's like a block around you where you feel like you need to work hard and you're afraid of letting go and letting this post-production side of things go because you will think that you're not working hard enough or maybe you don't need to charge as much and those kind of things. Can I please ask you to maybe just check yourself on this one and just sort of think about this and, and and think about how you could like use the time that you're saving maybe better to serve your clients. Or could you maybe have a better business where you can actually say yes to more work? I was talking to Alison, one of the members inside of our um, membership this week, and she was saying how using this will be able to help her to say yes to more jobs because she doesn't have to allocate as much time for editing. And that's a huge impact on a business. If you as a one man band can take on double the amount of work, that's double the amount of revenue that you can do. I mean, that is hugely impactful. So I don't believe that you need to necessarily muck around with your pricing as a result. Your clients aren't going to know whether it's a different product or not. They probably don't even really know how much time you spend on the images afterwards. With the advent of all these apps and things, I'm pretty sure that most of our clients just think it's a click of a button and the images look amazing anyway. So I don't want you to feel like you need to be pouring hours into your images afterwards you know, to make up for things that we had to do in the past. Okay. Things change in industries. That's the way it goes. And this is something that's come along to help us in our industry. And I'm just nodding and saying, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. This allows me to serve my clients better. Now, obviously you can do other things like you can spend more quality time, maybe creating connection with clients. You know, these could be your clients from the past, the present, or even your future clients. If you want to get out there and do more networking, or if you want to be online and create more connection with your social media, this is going to give you that time back that you didn't have before. Can you use this time to connect with other businesses and maybe create strategic partnerships? These are all 
things that you can do in your business with this extra time if you feel like you want to use the time for work. But of course, you can do amazing thing as well and take the time off. You know, I'm pretty sure that right now you're most likely working way too many hours in your business compared to the financial return. I know that this is a reality for so many photographers that I talk to. So can you take that extra time and give it back to yourself or give it to your family? You know, now I believe that AI technology has been given to us as a gift. Yes, there are things that it can't do. You know, it can't currently right now, it won't fill in hair if you've got gaps in hair. It's not necessarily great at picking the best expressions in groups across the whole. You might need to have a look at your images when you're doing that. Um, I find that the masking is not great. You still probably want to go into Photoshop to make sure that's clean masking. Flyaway hairs are still probably a bit of an issue that I'm needing to deal with in some images. However, I think that this has really shaved about 90% of the time in doing these tasks for me and literally thousands of dollars, as I said at the start, I used to spend outsourcing this to other people, whether it be when I had Talitha full-time in the business. Now, Talitha did do a lot of other things for me. So she wasn't just there as a full-time retoucher. She did a lot of design and, and helped me with my social media. So I can't attest all of her salary to that, but I could attest a good sort of 60, 70% of her salary to the post-production. So it's definitely saved me nearly a full-time salary. And as I said, when I went to outsourcing to other companies, you know, it ran into the thousands. We're not just just talking hundreds, we're talking thousands of dollars a month that was going out on editing. Okay. So I want you to think about what you can do with that time as I've, I've drilled down and down and down on it. But also too, I want you to think about what you could do maybe even with the quality of the images that you're producing. Now, I know that there are things that this software can't do. Um, we're talking like that really beautiful artistic editing that I know a lot of you are doing on your portraits definitely won't be able to help you with that. Um, it can't do for me simple things like filling in the hair if there's gaps in the hair through the, you know, through the neckline and things like that. Not great at necessarily picking up, you know, the, the flyaway hairs at the moment. Not really great at picking up the best expression in groups, but I know that this is getting fixed. And I know with the software that I'm using, every single time I'm going in, I see that there's constantly updates. So this is such new technology that it's literally uh, learning but also the uh, obviously the developers are learning from what we need as photographers and what we're asking for. I noticed just recently when I when I went in, they said that they've got advanced uh, wrinkle detection on clothing. And when I pressed that button and I fixed up some of the wrinkles because a lot of my ladies like to wear linen, I was like floored. I was like, oh my Lord, this is freaking insane. And that is just going to keep happening. That is just going to keep getting better and better. So you know, the drawbacks are, are minuscule for me in terms of what the out, you know, what the, what the results can be. Now, one drawback that I haven't mentioned is that you do need to invest. However, the cost per image is so insignificant in like compared to what you would be paying, um, or what you're getting paid for your images. So I want to just really make sure that you don't look at that as a drawback, because if I can spend, <laughs> If I can literally spend $30 and get an entire wedding done to a Photoshop standard, uh, I'm 
like guys, I'm I'm all in. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, compared to what I'm charging for a wedding and getting in return, um, or compared to what I'm charging for my branding shoots and getting in return, that investment is minuscule for me. So I really want you to think about that in terms of return on investment when it comes to your time. And that's what this whole episode has really been about. I want you to claw back some of the time that you're giving your business and then reinvest it. So whether you reinvest it back into your business and you decide to work on other areas of your business that might be sort of subpar, whether it be needing to get yourself trained, whether it needs to be investing more time in marketing to get more people coming through, or whether you decide to just devote it back into your life, whether it be devoting it into your community, into your family, or into yourself. I really want you to think about not being scared about what AI is doing to our industry. Of course, there are other things that are going to be at play and I'm going to deal with those in future episodes. But for today, I just really wanted to touch on this post-production wonderland that has opened up for us in order to be able to just really be an absolute game changer for you in your business, in your life. I know I've banged on a lot about this, but I am so excited about what this can do for you. So hopefully this episode has helped you. And if you want to get some of my help in this, you know where I am. You can jump onto paulabrennaneducation.com and have a look at all the new ways we've got for you to learn with us because I have spent this year creating all new courses and it's a very exciting time for me. So you can go and check those out. All right, my friends, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to connecting with you next time. I'll still